Well, hello there and welcome to Series 2 of the True Growth Podcast. I am absolutely thrilled and delighted to be continuing this project with you, my lovely listeners, and bringing you another series of this exciting project. And really, it's evolving and developing as I produce it for you. So if you've been listening right from the beginning, I hope you've seen that I've brought to you lots of different varieties of style of delivery along with some fantastic interviews. And it's my plan to keep rolling with this, bringing you what you love. So more of those fantastic interviews with wonderful people who are living life to the full, doing what they love with who they love, giving you insight into just how they navigated their way to that fulfilling, loving and fun place to be at home and at work going to continue to bring you mindset and strategy along with some actionable tips because you know I always reward action takers. I am going to bring you more opportunities to work with me, more worksheets so that you can deepen your knowledge and understanding of yourself because knowing yourself well enables you to step forward in life, free yourself from fears that hold you back and keep you trapped. You will develop the confidence to take courageous action that you need to fill your heart's desires and live the life that you deserve. So, hey, let's do this. Let's go to the show. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips, and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms, so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. This episode is coming at you right at the beginning of June. After two months of being locked down and locked in, we've all had plenty of time to reflect on our life and our journey so far. I know I have. But has this left you feeling a bit frustrated? at the lack of progress that you've been able to make? Or maybe you've been feeling a little discouraged because all your plans, carefully laid out, have been all messed up. Well, my lovelies, I understand those feelings too. Although for me, I have counted my blessings throughout this whole period, I've been so fortunate that all of my loved ones have been safe and well. I know that's not the case for many people. But I want to continue to serve you and bring you, as I say, the mindset and the strategy and all the tools that I can, that I have at my disposal to share with you so that you can create more opportunities in your business. If you've been craving deeper connections with your customers and maybe some of your friends and family too, this episode is going to bring you some fantastic tools mindset and strategy so that you can 
build those connections from your heart. So if you're looking for new ways to serve your customers, dive in because here we go. Are you ready? Buckle up. <laughs> oh, sorry. Before we get into that, um, some updates from vivallen.com HQ. I am working on a new project I want to deliver to you guys. And that is an opportunity to work with me as part of a scholarship. This is a really exciting idea. I've hatched up a plan where I want to be able to work with one lucky listener who can work with me on a scholarship program that will enable them to get all of the fantastic coaching that I offer over a four-month period and be involved in this here podcast. I'm going to take applications. I originally was going to... uh, close this off at the end of May, but because I wanted to launch the new series with this particular reward and opportunity, I'm going to extend that uh, opportunity for applications through to the 8th of June. It's going to be a really simple process. Just need you to email me and in the subject line, put scholarship and then answer three questions. I'm going to put those questions in the show notes uh, so that you can have them because there's no point in me reading them out now. You might not remember so that you can refer back to them. So just answer three questions and email me at vivallen2020 at gmail.com. I'll put all that in the show notes. So don't worry. But that's a fantastic opportunity there. Um, Biscuit, my lovely and faithful doggy, has been enjoying more chilled out time than ever as he ages gracefully. You might hear him padding around in the background because whilst I'm in here in my recording studio, aka the duvet den, uh, I can hear him wandering around out the back there. So any clippity cloppity sounds, that's just Biscuit padding around the house. All through the month of June, I'm going to continue running with my themes. So for June, the theme is change. (laughs) It couldn't have been more apt. And also what that change can do to, to your productivity and how you can be as productive as you want to be, even while you're managing changes. And because I want you to rid yourself of those feelings of frustration and discouragement, I want you to feel optimistic about the future. I want you to feel excited about what you are going to bring yourselves to the second half of this year. And I want you to feel satisfied at the end of the day, just knowing that you have achieved what really matters to you. Because I don't know, but I have been just as busy all the way through this period of lockdown as I ever was. And it's so easy to fill your time with busy work. What matters is doing the work that matters. The work that connects your heart and your head. In today's episode, I'm going to give you three ways that you can manage change rather than just cope with it. Managing changes in your work, life balance. As we go through to a new phase of handling this COVID crisis, how do we negotiate returning to whatever your new normal looks like with the changes in responsibilities that's going to bring to you? Having just feels like having just got settled into one routine. It's like a hashtag plot twist. Here we go again. Ready for some more change? 
Well, my lovelies, you better be, because it's coming whether you like it or not. So today I want to share with you three ways that you can manage change, so you can feel optimistic, excited and satisfied that you are doing your best every single day. So you can be in the driving seat and design your days to be easy, productive, so at the end of each day you're going to feel accomplished and satisfied with the job you've done. A job well done. I guess if you're anything like me, you haven't been doing quite so much driving lately. But I remember back in the early 90s when I was working in my corporate job. I was a business development manager for the whole of the southwest of England, working for a finance house, providing finances to companies and businesses all up and down the M4 corridor. In those days, I used to do 40,000 miles a year. (laughs) That is a lot of driving. And quite often, I would end up arriving at a meeting and have absolutely no recollection of the drive from point A to point B. And that was because I was unconscious. Even, yes, even back in the 1990s, I had a car phone, wired, hardwired into the car, so chance of, of picking it up. But I would often use those journeys to speak to customers, make calls back to the office, all really hassle, hustle, hustle, hustle. Filofax days they were. Still wearing shoulder pads, I was. <laughs> I laugh now. But it was a buzz, you know, driving around in my nice new company car. They were great days as I remember them. But they were also, as I reflect back, they had a tinge of unconsciousness about them. How could I drive 60 miles and not remember a turning, a signpost? Quite worrying, really. You'd be pleased to know I am still driving (laughs) safely around the country. But I guess what I wanted to really tell you this story was because I'm sure this is not unique to me. It is possible that you have had this experience of making a journey from A to B and not recalling how you got there. And I use this metaphor because sometimes that can be what's happening in your life. And in the worst case scenario, sometimes you're not even driving the car. Or maybe you are driving the car and perhaps you feel like you're going in the direction you want to travel. But you're not quite taking the road that you felt was right, the right path for you. You may be following someone else's directions. When you think about your life as a journey in those terms, perhaps when you get to the end and you look back over those years and those roads travelled, did you take the meandering path or maybe you took the Formula One racing track, always overtaking and aiming to win. Or perhaps you took the road less travelled. The question you're going to be asking yourself then will be, are you satisfied with the view? Did you end up where you intended to be? I know this might sound a bit heavy, but my lovelies, it's so important. The years roll by so fast. I mean, at moments it feels like time drags on for eternity. 
particularly if you've been dealing with something tough. But I know now that it really does fly by, particularly when you're having fun. I'm guessing this kind of lockdown period we've been has been an opportunity to pause, maybe stop the car, turn off the engine, get out, stand and admire the view of your life. Quite often when clients come to me, particularly when I was working in my counselling role more fully, they would only be taking these breaks when they were sort of thrust upon them. Maybe there was a crisis or a significant life event that brought them into counselling to ask these deeper questions. What is the meaning of my life? What is the purpose of my life? Where did I go wrong? Now, I don't believe there's any right or wrong. There's just living from your heart and how closely you're doing that that makes the difference to the satisfaction you feel with all that you achieve every single day. And I've got... One of the guys I like to follow is a chap called um, Brendan Burchard and he has this uh, motto that he, in his story, he had a car accident as a young man and it made him pause and reflect. And he he reduced his feelings down to three words. You know, he wanted to get to the end of his life and look back and think, did he love, did he live and did he matter? I'm going to take a twist on that for, for us today. But I think that he hit on something there. You know, reducing your values into something that's memorable, you know, really easy to check in with on a regular basis. That's a great system for making sure that you are living aligned to your heart's values. And when you're faced with choices and change, you've got like an instant kind of filter you can run those decision-making processes through. Now, for Brendan, that would be, did he love? Did he live? Did he matter? But for me and you, hey, we've got a different set of words. So that's what I want to bring you today. Three ways that you can learn how to manage change rather than have change happen to you or or just kind of cope in an unconscious way, like driving that car And everybody knows before you set out a journey, yay, you've got to have a route map. You've got to have some kind of plan. So let's see if we can create a plan for you today. A sort of compass, really, something to help you keep your bearings when frustration sets in, there are setbacks, because there always will be. And when things change in life and mean that your plans are all messed up, you'll be able to go back to those plans that you had that came from your heart and look at everything from that viewpoint and sure will make that life a lot easier. So let's start with your mindset. Have you got a clear view? A clear view of your values? The things that really matter to you? I wonder if perhaps this is something that's been neglected. Maybe there's an opportunity here to really spend some time thinking about this. Maybe bust out your journal and spend some time just asking yourself, what really matters to you? Who do you want to be? How do you want to present to the world? Maybe if you're a meditator, ask yourself that question, who am I? Perhaps you're an artist. Use your sketchbook. Allow 
the answers to come from within. It might be tempting to overthink this, but this is an opportunity for you to really connect deeply with your own values. You may never have assessed this before. This might be completely new to you. You may have adopted the values of your society, maybe your family members, but have you chosen them, really consciously chosen them for yourself? I'm often asked about this counselling and coaching process. What is it, you know, you actually do? And when my answer to that is more about being than doing. I provide a safe and confidential space for my clients to explore questions just like this because it matters to all of who they are because when we feel content with who we are and what we present to the world, that is when we bring our best self to our work. That is when we connect with our clients. That is when we can get excited about the opportunities that are available And when we are living in a way that's unconscious, maybe we're driving somebody else's car on a road that is not one of our choosing, then, you know, that is what will lead to these feelings of frustration and disappointment and discouragement. And my three words, just to give you a clue, are graceful, courageous and consistent. You're going to come up with your own three words now. So spend some time, as I say, really reflecting on this. I'll give you a quick moment here so you can just maybe just pick the words that pop into your head as a starting point. You can always spend more time when you've got your journal meditating and contemplating on this because, you know, these, these words will change as you refine and get closer and closer to your heart's desire. And the next way... I'd like you to really start to become more conscious so you can manage change is to reach out. (laughs) This might feel uncomfortable, but I want you to do it. Reach out to 20 of your friends, families, colleagues. These could be past or present. Drop them a line and ask them to send you back three words they would use to describe you. Okay, this is a research project, all right? Yes, it's going to feel a bit scary. Yes, it's going to feel a bit weird because perhaps it's something you've never done before. But it's absolutely essential because what you're going to get back is a feel for how others perceive you. And believe me, this could be a really enlightening project a theme will emerge. You'll end up with maybe three words that really have a theme. When you've done that, you can compare that to your own list. Now, like I said at the beginning, there is no right or wrong. Just because that's how others see you does not mean to say that's how you see yourself. But it will provide you with some fruitful insight to help you become more conscious in your living. So go ahead, make sure you send that email today. It's opportunity for you to really get a glimpse in the rearview mirror. And finally, the last step I want to share with you. So we were talking about three ways. So the first thing is, you know, to look inward for the answers. Meditate or journal on those three words from your heart that are your values. 
I've told you Brendan's were live, love, matter. Mine is a desire to be graceful, courageous and consistent. Find your own three words. And then, of course, the next step was to reach out to others. Because no man is an island. We are all connected. And this pandemic has shown that more than ever. To reach out to those people who touch your life and ask them for three words to describe you. Spend some time reflecting on that. They might show you something about yourself you just never saw before. It's a fantastic opportunity for growth. And the final step, now that you've done all the background research, is to connect the values in your heart with how you are living. How do you present every day? How do you approach tasks? How do you interact with others? Do you find yourself coming from an aligned place, consciously knowing that you're doing your best to live to those values? Or are you a little bit (laughs) off-centre? Believe me, anybody who knows me knows I am not the most graceful or elegant person in the world. And sure, I'm courageous. Goodness me, doing this podcast took a lot of courage. But I'm not always. There is many a day I hover over a button and I don't press that, that go or I wonder whether I should or shouldn't call somebody or, or, and I have a sense of self-doubt. That's natural. I'm human. But I always endeavour to take consistent action as best as I can. The third way that you can manage change in your life is to take charge of your day. Now, If you've been following my Foundations of Self-Care, you've already pretty much got your morning routine sorted, I'm sure, for that. However, do you set your intentions and goals for the day in a conscious way? Or do you just sit down at your desk, open your laptop and launch? (laughs) This is one of the ways I have found that becoming much more productive in a shorter time span. And that was when I got really laser focused on what was important for that day or for that particular activity. And it wasn't until I was able to master that, that I was able to really bring my best to every situation. We all have tough things to do in the day, activities we don't enjoy. Of course, we're going to work hard to to spend as much time as we can in our zone of genius. I know I love working with my one-to-one clients. It's my favourite activity by far. And whether that's in the actual sessions or in the follow-up email exchanges we have throughout the week, just where I'm nurturing them along and helping them to get deeper into some of the learnings, giving them some strategies to overcome hurdles that pop up along the way. I'm always there side by side with them and I love that part of what I do. But hey, I'm running a business and there are lots of tasks I don't enjoy too. So the way I have structured my morning routine and before I start my day, open my laptop and really get going, I ask myself a set of questions. I put them down in my diary for the day. I'm going to share them with you here. And again, we'll pop them in the show notes because I'm sure, you know, you might be listening to this on the out and about. So you won't be able to write them down, but I'll share them with you. 
The first question I ask is who needs me to be my best self today? Run through who I'm meeting with. And if it's an office day, who have I got to connect with? And I bring them to mind and send them a little love. The second question I bring to mind is how can I bring more of me to the tasks I have today? So when I'm looking at my three words, how can I be more graceful? How can I be more courageous today? What do I need to do to be more consistent today? And that really helps me when I'm scanning over the appointments and the activities for the day to come from my heart center at those things rather than from my head. How can I get this done quickly? Or what would be the shortest route? Um, Yeah, sure, those things are great, but they can leave you feeling pretty dissatisfied, a bit like eating your food too quickly. If you don't come at them from that heart-centered place. And the next two questions are all designed to help me get super laser focused so that I can be the most productive given the time allowed. So I spend a moment reflecting on what three things absolutely must get done that day. I'll write those down. That is the sum total of my to-do list each and every day. Anything else that I get done is a bonus. I believe me, this is a fantastic technique for making yourself feel totally accomplished and satisfied with what you've achieved. And then the final thing is I ask, how can I make this easy? And the final question I ask myself is, how can I make this easy, fun and more joyful? Because that's what I like to bring to my work. Who can help me with this task to make it more fun, easy and joyful? Because I have learned I don't have to do it all alone. And neither do you, my lovelies. I'm here to help you every step of the way. So if you ever have any questions that you can't quite figure out, please do reach out. I'm more than happy to answer your questions. You can send me messages or emails, but I'm here for you because I believe in you. I want you to have freedom from fear so that you can take courageous action in your business and your life. You can live more joy-filled life with your heart and your mind connected. So there you have it, three ways to manage change rather than cope with it. To be in the driving seat of your life. How good is that? Imagine the feelings of joyful freedom you'll have as you hit the open roads, choosing your path. That suits your style, your personality and everything you want to bring to the world. So connect to your heart first and foremost, knowing your core values. So you can use this as your guidepost your sort of compass to help navigate the way when the road gets rocky or uncertain or change gets thrust upon you. Because it certainly will, my love. And remember, let's get some help. Ask those friends how they see you. It's like your opportunity to get a you know, look at the blind side. It's one of the values of having a coach is that they can help you see the things that you just can't see when you're too close. 
But your friends and family can support you with this too. And, you know, old colleagues will definitely give you some really rich insights that you can draw from to help you feel more aligned with your mission and your values. And of course, set yourself that intention every single day. Remember, to feel satisfied and accomplished, you need to know where you're going. So take a moment before you start your working day to ask yourself those four questions. Who needs you to be your best self today? How can you bring more of your three words to your work and tasks and the things you have to do today? What three things absolutely have to get done today? Make sure you've got them top of your page. And then remember to ask, how can you make this easy, more fun? Who could help you with this project? Because it's more fun to do stuff with others. It's just the way it is. And if you've been locked down alone for this period, I'm sure you'll know that feeling. How much fun it can be to unite with others in projects and fun stuff. So remember, my lovelies, what's really important to you. And what's really important is to make sure you can do more of what you love with who you love. And today I've shown you three ways that you can manage change in your life so you can feel more productive, feel more satisfied and accomplished because you are successful. I believe it. I feel it. And I know it. You are certainly on your way. And remember, my lovelies, there is that fantastic opportunity to work with me on the scholarship. So remember to check the show notes for the questions. Send me that email with scholarship in the subject line. You never know. You too could be a guest on this here show. Until next time, my lovelies, have a fantastic week. Be your best and live to your heart's values. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? 